0: This is Olive. And
1: this is Rice. We're mother
0: and daughter. And
1: together we're bringing you a daily dose of flavour to your life. Boop, boop.
0: Hello. Hey, have we been away for a short while?
1: Yes, we have. Why? We, we took a break. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a break on a
1: break? Yes. Uh, okay, so what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about... Ah, shame. Ah, shame. Yes. Okay, so... So why don't you tell everyone... What our shame is, as you're a bit more uh, knowledgeable about it than I am, but I might chime in if I have something to say.
0: Okay, so I'm only going to I'm going to share my lens from growing up in South Africa, but I have been here in Australia for almost 13 years. Mm-hmm. So it kind of isn't as crystal clear as it might have okay. been for us living there. <laughs> um, so I think if you've grown up in South Africa or around our culture, if something happens to someone or you know, they've had something not so good, you know, happen or whatever. We go, or maybe they had something wrong physically. Mm. Wrong. And not what I mean by wrong, I just mean different. Like yes. we'd go, Oh, shame. Mm. Now I think for us when we go, Oh shame, it's like I really I feel bad for them. Mm. You know? Um and it gets used all the time. Yeah.
1: It's a form of sympathy. It it's, is. It's for for the person who say, oh, shame, to make themselves feel like, oh, I'm trying to feel what you might be feeling so I feel better for myself because I'm looking at you and going, oh, my God. It's, it's
0: actually, so I'm going to say this. So for every other South African listening, just breathe because you don't know the work we do. Uh, about four years ago, or probably even five years ago, we started looking at Dr. Brené Brown's work on shame and vulnerability and had one of those moments of, oh, my God, We've been judging the crap out of people when we go, oh, shame, because it's not an intent piece, No, but it's not about what we intend. It's about how that person might feel yep. or it's actually about how we distancing ourselves from mm. what we're seeing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Explain to everybody else what I've just said, because of course I use weird and wonderful
1: <laughs> <language>. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I think what what you're trying to say is similar to what I said before, where it's just a way for the person who is seeing this bad thing Mm -hmm. for them, because in that moment they might go oh, I've been taught that that's really not right, so I'm going to say something to make myself feel better about what I'm seeing and try to connect with that person in a way. It's trying
0: to connect, right? It's trying to it's it's almost like a cultural, and if we talk about cultural, it's a cultural piece of saying oh, it's terrible like, you know, that's really what what it's trying to say yes but if we have a look at the foundational to what shame is and maybe this is just it's a word that gets used for something it doesn't actually mean yes um but but shame is that is that feeling that there's something about me that makes me not good enough Mm. when I'm with others like that's the you know so there's something wrong with me yes um, but if you have to put it in the context of, oh, shame, oh, uh, it can be actually used to your very point just yeah. as sympathy and not empathy. Mm. And I think that was the biggest moment for yeah. me. Like
1: when you go, oh my, God, I don't want what have
0: we been doing? <laughs> I want to actually feel with people. Yeah. And I think so. So somebody I know really well yeah. said to me recently, they have no shame.
1: That happens quite a bit, though. Okay, why?
0: Because when we hear the word shame, what goes through our, our system?
1: Oh my God, you're saying there's something wrong with me. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that, that thank you, Zuri.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's the thing. Like, none of us want to feel like there's something wrong with us, right? Yeah. What do you think?
1: I agree, and I think that. Mainly for South Africans, this is a thing where even when you start realizing, oh, it's something I shouldn't say, it's something that's really difficult to stop saying. Do you like, think
0: I say it less now?
1: No, we still say Do it. Do I just still say it? it? <laughs> oh my God. Like if we're watching something on TV or we see something or even with my with with my son charlie if he yes. does something that you know like, oh shame oh no <laughs> it just comes out you can't really stop yourself. so maybe it's
0: not the actual word shame but maybe it's just the intent of
1: oh my goodness but that's the way how we say it okay okay i so, think for us we're not we're not using it as a that's how i don't think we think about that that's what it means
0: so if somebody doesn't know the south african culture yes. right and so one of us so by the way we're we're like a whole office of there's many of us here. yes uh, and there's a bubbles there's bubbles and there's uh, what else is bubbles junior <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't convince to come on the show no. today <laughs> um but and i think th-
1: we have what would she be called I... in south africa
0: red hot chili pepper yeah. <laughs> Um, But I think at the end of the day, it's about having – we're trying to show compassion, Mm. but maybe the question is, are we really feeling with Mm. or, to ask ourselves a
1: question, are we judging? Mm. What I'd like to pose for all the South Africans listening, because I know we do have some listeners in South Africa more family listening, but still (laughs) – if you are a South African who's listening and you grew up with the our shame, think. Well, I want you to please think about it. What does it mean for you when you say it? And then let us know in the comments because we'd love to know what your perspective is on it because this is just ours. So this
0: is like intent, right? Yes. So what's when I say our shame, when am I saying it? Mm. In what context am I saying it? Yes. And how do I feel when I say it? Yes. I always feel a sense of relief. Yes. It's kind of like a... <sighs> oh, <okay. laughs> it's either like oh my god i'm glad that didn't happen yeah. to me or
1: you kind of feel better after you say it
0: it would be so interesting to test psychology around some yeah. of that stuff because i actually think it's a language piece mm. um and a cultural piece mm. but i do like this thought process right because how can we really be yeah for each other more, yes, um, and someone said to me today, because the work we do is a lot of coaching, and a lot yeah. of like uh, i could I couldn't imagine doing the work you do every day listening to people's problems and stuff. And I was like, but it's not my job to fix it for you. It's my mm. job to be here for you. Yeah, and maybe that's the thing in our culture that we grew up in, we were forced to be very independent to survive, right? Mm-hmm. She had to live and survive. and and I think, Um, If we look at how we live here, it's a very different space. Uh, Not that it's better or worse. It's just different, right? Mm -hmm. But I think that feeling with somebody Mm -hmm. can be really hard when you're just trying to survive.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know. That was my experience.
1: Yeah, you went into a deep dive there.
0: (laughs) She wants to throw food at me right now. I kind of get that feeling.
1: Um, Okay, well, from what you just said, Oh. right to the people before you went into your deep dive okay let's you, squ- let's you, call out of the hole yeah. when <laughs> when you listed all those things right i would like to propose to you i'm gonna like just, like nicely slide into our next topic of we recently watched well not recently it was in december oh, is this but, no. oh that's
0: my favorite We're still in the <laughs> our shame south africa topic okay so what did we watch the Sway uh, Words with Nicholas no. Cage. No. Oh.
1: Can I, like, say what I want to say yes. now? Thank you. We watched the Oscar Pistorius okay. documentary.
0: Okay. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Right?
1: I've watched it a few times because I find it quite interesting. And every time I watch it, I feel a bit different about certain things. But I got you to watch it for the first time. Hmm. And what I caught you saying a lot through the documentary was, oh, shame. Did you? Yes, you was. You said it quite a few God, times. So you... based on that, mm-hmm. what was going through your mind when you were saying the "I shame" during the? Thing? I'm. I'm actually sitting here feeling quite emotional
0: because I can understand that things happen in life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I think he is. Paying the price for decisions yes. that were made, yes. okay, and actions taken. Yes. I think what it made me reflect on is that sometimes when we are born different or created different, mm. we don't learn to own the shame that might be happening with us mm. or for us, or just stand in who we are, yeah. right? Um, and accept our differences, our glorious gifts. Mm. And I think. Uh, so all of that like when i listened to his story my heart i literally i felt so emotional like i'm feeling right now yes her okay. eyes are tearing Because when you have your little bubba in your arms, you love them Mm. and you never want them to do anything to harm themselves or others. Mm. But as you listen to his story, like my heart went out to him and I can understand why Reva's parents were really upset by how this documentary could have painted him in a more empathetic manner. Yeah. But isn't this the human side? Mm. She has a human side. He has a human side. I think for us to dehumanize people, Mm. Uh, makes it easier for us to punish them
1: Mm.
0: and I think him owning the punishment Mm. is good because I think it's transforming his life into what it needed to be Yeah, and it's teaching him hopefully how he can be a better man
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, of course the tragic loss of a life is never easy and so I would never say here or there but I could absolutely from a humanistic psychological perspective understand a lot of his story and that mm. touched my heart mm. so much mm. so much mm.
1: so obviously to those who don't know what we're talking about i probably should have done this before but you just went in so i didn't want to stop you um for those of you who don't know, which I'd be surprised if you didn't, because it was quite a big thing when it happened. Uh, Oscar Pistorius was a double amputee uh, runner. Mm-hmm. right? Uh, he had these like blades. They call him the blade. Yes. Runner. So he had like these blade things that he used to run in. Mm-hmm. He first started in the Paralympics, mm-hmm. which then skyrocketed him in, him into – Like fame and actually uh, made the Paralympics more popular.
0: And I would watch his documentary, by the way. It's quite good. When Carolee said, let's watch it, I was like, I don't want to watch it. She avoided it. Because I thought I'm going to have to watch the court case. And there's nothing worse for me than to see people going through terrible angst. Like, Mm. I can't even watch Mr. Bean.
1: Yes. And then I do do Compare, the work I do. Comparing I, Oscar Pistorius no, to Mr. bean um, That's not what I'm meaning to do. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Carolise, for taking me out of context. Um, what I am saying is I struggle to, it's, I don't want to feel numb. Right. Okay. So I know that the court case will make me go into a very logical space of right and wrong. Yes. And when Carolise went, no, mom, I just, it's the story. It's his story. I was like, okay, I could, you, how
1: long did you have to convince me? Like, it took two months. <laughs> I went, oh, we should watch it. When I first said, it, she was like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Okay. And then we got sidetracked because of stuff. And then every time I'd go, oh, do you want to watch watch that Oscar? No, no, it's fine. I'm watching my police drama or my medical drama, which she loves, by the way. Like, we can't get her to Mark, not watch Mark those. Wahlberg.
0: Yes. Seriously. I love his shit. Did you know he's opening gym 40, F45 gyms in in Australia really? and a movie? Anyway, sorry, this is getting sidetracked off Oscar's story. Um, but so coming back to this documentary. Yes. Oh, we weren't finished. We this, were talking about our shame, right?
1: Yeah, but we were also describing what. What I was feeling. No, him for people who didn't know oh, what yes, the thing were. was. Sorry, everyone. So. This is how we bounce around. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we were talking about. He then made Paralympics popular because of what he was doing. And then he aimed to be one what? of the first people with ampute double amputee to actually run against able Able-bodies bodies yeah. in the Olympics, mm. which he did achieve. It took a very long time to get there, but he did. And he fought for like rights with people that have got yes. disabilities. But I think the biggest thing that came out with this thing is that he kept saying, I'm like everyone else. Mm. I don't have a disability, right? And then when it came to the court case, that was then used against him of, but you're just like everyone else. You don't have a disability. Yes. So this whole thing with you and your leg like it, it, the big thing was that he didn't have his legs and on when all this was happening and then like it, and then they used that thing of him not having legs to try and win sympathy with people. Mm. Like they played it as a thing. And when you watched him, in the show, you could see all the shame well, in that's, his face see, and that's of where having to do that because it, he didn't want to.
0: Well, if you have never acknowledged your difference as a gift,
1: mm.
0: pretending your difference doesn't exist. Mm.
1: And then having to show it to the whole world. And then having to deal with yes. it in such an intense Because he had to situation. actually, he had
0: to deal with what it was, right? Mm. And I think if you're in any court situation, that shaming that goes on mm. is part of the you're wrong. Yeah. You've, you've done something wrong. Mm. And I think it's the guilt. Yeah. Guilt we can get through because it, and he, I think he accepted it hopefully. Mm that it, it was what it was look uh, look at the end of the day he, the whole story of what happened between him and Reva he will I mean he'll be the only one who intimately
1: understands yeah who knows okay and when you watch it I think he does feel something I don't think he necessarily feels the guilt of what happened I think it's more because yes, of him being such a figure that was looked upon as oh my gosh he's Oscar Pistorius you know he's this guy who changed how people saw things and blah 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 and then he plummets down like he did I think the the show that he had or not the show but the emotions he expressed during the court case and everything was more the shame of him having to go through that and having to be seen as, oh, you're not Oscar Pistorius, the Blade Runner. You're Oscar Pistorius, the murderer.
0: When you position it that way, I get it. And I will say as human beings, that shame piece that goes off for all of us at mm. some time in our life is a protection piece. Mm. Um, and we don't always get to see shame On the outside, Mm. and I think through that court case, you know, when he was vomiting and crying, Mm. and I I think I I must tell you, Mm. and this is, please don't like kill me out there with bad all the people who are
1: listening who might think differently. Everyone has their own opinion about it. Look,
0: everyone has their own opinion about it. I just, I personally think that through the whole trial piece, he had to come to the point where he had to accept what he did. Yes, Um, and I think the shame that he would have experienced um, through the loss of who he thought he was, mm. I think to your very point is is poignant. It's, yes. It's, listen, it's, it's hectic. I felt like I just wanted to, and this sounds weird and you're going to think I'm weird, you but I so just wanted hug to hug him, him yeah. and tell him that, you know what? okay Mm. you know it is what if he can own where he's at and be accountable for who he is Mm. and choose to move into his life in a different way Mm. this is what will set him free Mm. but I just wanted to hug him and just just give him you know my thing
1: Mm.
0: and just that feeling of acceptance Mm. I call it love Mm. it's a feeling of I accept you um, and nothing about you makes me feel you're disgusting, or it just is what it is, and I just mm. want to hold you. So, so that's kind of this, and I know I'm weird. That's my thing, mm. but that's what went through me. I'm sitting here with like tearing yes. up because I feel that sometimes we keep punishing people, and our punishment actually is separation. Mm. Instead of our punishment being you've got to own your guilt mm. and we're gonna include you. Mm. Maybe that's what prison's about. Look, I don't have all the psychology behind mm. punishment and I'm sure there are people that are mm. experts in this field. Mm.
1: And we're not saying he's right or saying wrong. Saying that he what he did was like should be seen as less than it was. It was horrible. Mm. Reva lost her life. The situation was horrible. Um, and all those involved, her family and everyone who's feeling pain, they are allowed to feel pain and they're allowed they to hate him, right? Because obviously he took away someone that they loved, right? Um, all we're saying is that we do feel. I feel genuine for him. compassion yeah. for him,
0: honestly, and I don't, I'm not scared to say that. I, know. I feel genuine compassion for him. And, um, in my heart, I have a great hope that he will be able to walk through shame mm. and free himself to make a difference. He was destined to, I actually believe he probably has a destiny much different to what he imagined he did. Mm. And sometimes this is how we step into our destiny.
1: Mm. Well, yeah, his life is never going to be the same.
0: But it doesn't mean it can never. It doesn't matter. Mm. It just matters differently.
1: All we hope is that you took away learning from the situation. Well, that's accountability. Yeah. At the end of the day, Mm. that he knows what he did, he accepts what he did,
0: and he owns it.
1: He owns what he did, and he'll do things better with his life. To you know, make up for what he did.
0: I will say this to you, having come from a relationship that was incredibly intense mm. with your dad. Yes. Um, and at times having been so angry that I thought I would kill him.
1: Mm.
0: And please, I mean, I'm saying this, I didn't do it, but.
1: Yes, he's still alive? He's still still very <laughs> much
0: alive. God, he's probably listening to this. Spoke to him on again.
1: the phone the other day, and
0: I, I don't have those feelings anymore mm. after 20, 22 yeah. years. Like, but in the in some of the intense moments we had, mm. the the anger that we both experienced mm. was so it was like, it was, it was like, the brain no longer functioned mm. properly. That that's probably why because we loved each other but man it was a freaking nut job relationship i'll say this just for what it is like um some people quoting my dad who's no longer with us should just never be together like he used to say to couples look like i've counseled you now to like you make a choice like you want to be together or not together but my 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 suggestion is you find your freedom um (laughs) God, I don't know how many mis- ministers would actually counsel See people that on odd. that. Yeah. But he used to say, like, please get yourself out of this misery. It's just killing both of you. But I think just in hindsight, yeah. knowing what I went through was why I could have compassion mm. for not knowing the situation yeah. but understanding there was volatility involved yeah. and that volatility whichever way sh- – because I personally believe – I'm not buying his story about intruders. No. I believe there was a volatile argument that happened. Yes. Personally, and I, I personally believe, and that's the shit I'm making up in my yes. own mind, right? Yeah. It was his his shame around his his disability kicked yeah. in, and it wouldn't have necessarily even been something she said, mm. but it's something he told himself. Yeah. And that volatility that happens between two people when mm. they are in love yet fighting for whatever it is they're mm. working through.
1: The passion of the, the argument. passion
0: can sometimes go. And that's my story. Like it could be what he yeah. said, right? not here or there. I have great compassion for him. I don't want to see people locked into shame Mm. because shame is the biggest killer
1: Mm. in our
0: world. Mm. And I just think it
1: definitely pushes people over the edge a lot more than what is portrayed.
0: Oh shit. Yes. And I don't think we can even use that in the court of law when we talk about, Yeah. Oh, it's your shame shame that made you do it. The judge will go, you said what? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I will say this in corporate life, we're starting to address it Mm. and look at it differently. Mm. And when we're leading and and supporting people, we look at it differently. And even in our relationships, I know when my shame is getting in the way of me having a better relationship with
1: those around me. Mm.
0: Actually, I love this. You know, that one lady that I interview in America, Mm. Jill?
1: Yes. Love Jill. If you don't know who it is, there is another podcast that uh, Olive does called Human Stories. And Jill was in an episode with her about... She's been in a few. Yes. She's been in a few. On the most recent one was the Human Stories one about pedophilia. Exactly. So if you'd like to listen to that one, you can hop over to Human Stories on Spotify or anywhere you listen to your podcasts and have a listen. Correct. Shameless plug. Shameless
0: Point plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> uh, but I think, like, what she has taught me through her work, because she's got this book around anxiety, mm. right? Is that when we feel anxious like that, and when our inner judge kicks in and we experience that shame, mm. we find other things to numb it. Mm. And those other things take us away from feeling the shame. Mm. And actually then we start having addictions and behavioral issues and all that sort of shit Mm. that gets in the way of how we engage better with other people. So Mm. we've got to go and walk through the shame in order to release it, make peace with it, um, acknowledge it. It's like, you know, you know, you've got a baby, right? When he wants your attention at the moment, what does he do? (coughs) 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 Okay. Okay that's exactly what happens to us in the back of our head. Like we have in this thing going, uh, 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 and we're like, "Huh? I hear something. Um, it's true. Right. And how irritating is yeah. it? And then what do you sometimes do? I watched you on the weekend when you were so tired, he was like uh, uh, with me and he wanted you, but you were sleeping and I'm sitting with Mr. clear your throat. Okay. <laughs> um, but you like switched off, man. Cause yeah. you were so exhausted. Now the same thing happens in our lives, I mm. think. So I know that's a weird way to describe it, but if you think about some of the stuff Oscar got up to, like the drinking and the partying and the and and the running, the running, the like, I've got to push myself, I've got to be the best, I've got to be the best. That is all that sort of shit that is shame related to push me to now. Is it right or wrong? It just is. Mm. Um, so I mean, our topic was shame today, and we've like gone in, we've stretched it in several different directions. We have, and
1: that is what we wanted to do, because I feel like during his thing, a lot of us uh, South Africans would have gone, oh, shame.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I, well, you watch me. How many times did I, I know. say it? Well, I was glued. I was like, oh, my God, oh, shame. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that that comes from compassion, and I want to mm-hmm. change the words I use because shame for me is a distancer versus a connector. Yeah.
1: It pushes Maybe I away. should go, oh, love. Sounds that weird. sounds weird. Yeah, don't do that.
0: I'll, I'll have to ask bubbles for another <laughs> <Yeah. word. laughs> Um Maybe little bubbles
1: can yeah, come up, with the way. Little um,
0: <laughs> but I think maybe it's about the intent is from a place of
1: what connection connect, versus disconnection.
0: Yeah. And I think if we can find a better way to connect with each mm. other, man, couldn't
1: this world be better? Like... Mm. C- and we're not saying to all the South Africans, feel shame for saying our shame. That's oh, not God, what it is. Thanks, Karen.
0: <laughs> yes, we are not saying there's something wrong with you. We've just unpacked it from different lenses. Yes. because. And again, this is
1: just our perspective. You could, you could experience our shame a whole lot differently than what we're saying, and that's fine. I will say
0: this, though. Yes. If you felt uncomfortable us talking about shame, you got to sort some shit out, man, because <laughs> that belongs to you. Because... What I have found is when I'm mm. feeling uncomfortable about something, mm. I've got to get curious about it. Mm. And not justify my discomfort.
1: Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: can't help, eh? I spill right into Oliver Rice.
1: <laughs> I? <laughs> I knew this was gonna go into a bit more of an educational space, even though I told her to try and keep out I of can't there. Help she it. She can't help it, but it's fine. Oh, I love this shit. <laughs> Oh, shame, baby.
0: Um, so, yeah, I think that's it for today. But
1: we have to rate the flavor of the oh episode, God, which we, we forgot it. to do in the last two episodes, so please forgive. I am cheese. trying to rem- Cheese. I like cheese. Why is it like cheese? <laughs> you can't just say because I like cheese.
0: Because I put feta cheese on everything. I put shame on it. I understand shame's relationship with most things. I'm getting there. Right. And I had a client who said to me, please, can you not talk about shame? Please, I've had enough (laughs) of shame and vulnerability. Can we just talk about something else?
1: Sunshine, lollipops. I said, okay, what
0: are we going to talk about? Why people aren't doing XYZ. I said, yeah, shame. It always comes back. So that's why the flavor for me is cheese,
1: Feta cheese because i put it on
0: everything or pine nuts
1: i am going to say black coffee
0: god as the flavor
1: because the episode could be a little bitter for some people Mm -hmm. right but the more you have the bitterness, the more you might enjoy... Then it becomes girl. like feta cheese. Oh, my God. <laughs> sure, yeah. Black coffee turns into feta cheese. Right. <laughs> this is olive and rice, though. Yes, it's true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that's it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed. Oh, and also, uh, we, our DNA episode part two... When's your DNA coming soon. back? It should... I should be getting it for, uh, early Feb so then once it comes out we'll record the episode and then and shall we put in the links of this episode
0: yeah. the netflix link to no not netflix amazon, Stand, prime. Uh, amazon prime we'll put the documentary link if you want to have a look at it um and i would love to get in, in touch with oscar Pistorius and give him uh the sense i of, highly
1: doubt that's going to happen <laughs> highly <laughs> doubt that's going to happen Boy, but she can, can dream
0: happen. i'll make that
1: your job no <laughs> Anyway, as you
0: can hear, (laughs) how about we end the episode? This is Olive. And this is Rob. And we're mother and daughter. And we're bringing
1: you a daily dose of flavor to your life. Tune in soon. Bye, everyone.